Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, Coach. Uh, Welcome to the podcast today. Before we jump in, I would like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market bar none. They are awesome. They rock. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. Um, those machines are sturdy. They they will not break down. They were like my old Explorer. They run, 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 run. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's your one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, it's unlike anything out there. You know, you can join all these other courses, but I guarantee you don't get their cell phone number. You don't get one-on-one calls. You don't get, you know, hey, Tuesday, I need to call with you. Um, that's what teach makes teachhoops.com different. We have everything you need to become a better basketball coach. Doesn't matter if you're youth, doesn't matter if you're high school, doesn't matter if you're college. We're here to help. We're here to mentor you through this great journey we call coaching. All right, let's head off to the podcast. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. Uh, for the people who are watching here, I'm gonna put you side to side here so we can see each other, coach. Um, welcome. I'm not I'm not sure what episode we're gonna be on by the time coach gets on here, but uh, Coach Carter, I'm going to have you uh, introduce yourself. Um, great movie, first of all, Coach Carter. I'm sure you get reference to that a lot. That's the starting point, yep. <laughs> I'm sure it's a we – didn't, we didn't talk about that in our, in our pre-interview. But um, uh-huh. anyway, uh, I'm going to have him introduce – so here's what normally what I do, Coach, is I have the coach kind of just explain to the listeners your kind of basketball journey. Okay. So what I mean is kind of – you can even go back to your playing days. The person I was talking to last night talked about their playing days. But, um, you know, kind of how do you got into this great game and then how what you've been doing and then how we kind of got to the point where we're sitting where we are talking hoops right now. So um, I'll turn it over to you. Awesome. Hey, uh, thank you, Coach. Thank you, Steve. Uh, follow your, your Twitter account. That's how we got connected. Always great content on there. I'm, I'm retweeting and 
uh, you know, reading all the things you, you share. Yeah, I put, I put, you know, whenever I want to get things, and this is funny, whenever, whenever I want to get things moving, I just put up, should there be a high school shot clock? Send. Oh, that's good. I think that's how we first, we first start. Yeah, people, 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 people it, it's, 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 there's no middle ground. Nobody has a middle ground on it. Like everybody has to pick a side basically. Absolutely. Uh, and it's funny that the shot clock, uh, is, you know, that item for discussion because I, I'm from Princeton. I, I grew up in Princeton. And so obviously watching Princeton basketball, which they ran out <laughs> shot clock, right? <laughs> Every right. possession they would shoot with maybe two seconds on there. Uh, and if you're a basketball fan, uh, you might remember uh, Princeton versus Georgetown. I do. Uh, and and I, I was a kid uh, watching that, you know, Patrick Ewing almost going down to these Ivy League guys. And, and you're an Ivy League guy yourself. I so. do. I remember, I remember, I remember, I think it was, I don't remember who they lost to in the finals, but do you remember when he Ewing blocked all those shots to start the Oh my gosh. He was just like, it was like a flash. It was block. like, he was told to like goaltend. <laughs> like he was just go, go out and goaltend. I, I think it might've been North Carolina. I think it might've been Michaels. I don't remember, but. I, I, he did that a lot. He did. <laughs> it was intimidating. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that because my, my sons are, you know, they're finishing their homework and they're, they're uh, nine and 10 and they're just kind of like on their phones and like playing video games. So I gave them an assignment, uh, two days ago and I said okay I have a big book of college basketball and I have a big book of NBA top 50 players and I said you have to write about two different players every day and so um, my one son he's like Steph Curry and, and Michael Jordan and then my other son wrote about Patrick Ewing and he's he's fascinated by the big guys he's like Kim Olajuwon, Lou Alcindor he changed his name and so I got him doing a little bit of basketball history. That's good, though. And the thing is, I think it will be interesting to have the discussion with him, especially as they get a little bit older, about how the games changed. Like, the, the, the days of – well, I think Shaq would still play mm -hmm. in today's game. But the big, big guy, like, you know, is different. It's different now. The game's different. Well, the big guys, like you talked about Giannis, you know, he, he can play on the perimeter. Right. And just He's imagine if just imagine if like those guys were developed like that. If Bill Russell right. could shoot the three, right? It's like Magic Johnson, like the, you know he was the beginning of it. But go ahead, Coach. I don't mean to get us off. Today. No, no, this is great. This is okay. great. Um, so I grew up in Princeton, and um, you know, watching that Princeton offense and um, going to those camps. And uh, lucky for me, I had um, really great coach Doug Snyder, and he used to run clinics. And even our rec league was on Prince University campus. And so uh, he taught us all the fundamentals uh, and, you know, backdoor passes, you know, chest passes, and bank shots. And so um, when I, by the time I got to high school, I had some players that are really good uh, in front of me. Um, two, 3,000 point scores on the same team, which was unheard of in our high school. Uh, coming from a group two school at the time. And what does group two mean? What's, what does that mean? Two is like mm, 1,600. So I, I guess. Okay. That's that not the biggest? That's not the biggest? No, it, it's one of the smallest. So group one, yeah, group one. So other places, other states, one will be the biggest. Yeah. Uh, but, but New Jersey, four was the biggest. Group four means uh, you're about It's so hard 000. to keep track. Like one, in, one is the biggest in ours and five okay. is the smallest. It's like, okay. 
Yeah, I wish they'd good. uniform that. I wish yeah, I know. so hard when I talk to coaches is like they say, you know, "Oh, I'm Triple A." I go, well, "What does that mean?" Like, exactly. I don't know what that means. Are you a big exactly. school or a small school? Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, we were we were grouped to uh, I want to say maybe twelve hundred. I think we're up to about eighteen hundred now. Okay. We are teetering on that group four, group three, group four. Uh, but at the time, um, we had three thousand point scores uh, and basketball like we talk about I, I was I was younger so I was you know a freshman and sophomore and we would like have to sneak in to our varsity games because the games would be packed right um, and you know from that from that point on you got the bug really, you got the bug bad then the I remember bug. yeah you got, you got the, the bug, bug. <laughs> uh, me, and my, me and my uh buddy Shahid he's a he's a cop now in uh in Princeton when I see him every now and again at the coffee shop and, and we, we usually revert back to remember being on JV and the coach would give us a, a speech after the game. We'd be like, yeah, coach. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get it. We got to get a seat. <laughs> stop talking. Right? Yes. Yeah, stop talking. Okay. We got to get upstairs and watch the game, the real game. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I, I played basketball. I'm, I'm five ten for the uh, people listening. So, uh, you know, I was a guard, but, basketball wasn't in my foreseeable uh future to play at the next level unless I was going to be really really good uh and I went on to play uh football at Rowan University uh, and and lucky for me uh we went to the uh, D- D3 uh national championship what against position the, you, what, what position did you play cornerback but we played against that was gonna be that was gonna be my if you're 5'10 that was gonna be my guess you were gonna yeah. be that yeah I was, yeah. A, I was a, a DB okay. uh cornerback uh, and it's played on the special teams, but um, it was there's a good Wisconsin D3 football school, a couple of them. I think I think Wisconsin uh, Oshkosh, Oshkosh, they're actually good at soccer too. So Whitewater, I, Whitewater, yes, yeah, yeah. Those those schools were, were really good, especially this is 97, 98. Eight. And so uh, I have a really unique story because I, I I went and played football for two years. And then um, my parents were getting divorced, and I was thinking about leaving school. I, I took a, I took a year off, and then when I went yeah, back, how did they? How did the year off go? Uh, like, it did it okay. make you a better student when you came back? Again, self, selfishly Absolutely. asking, yeah, the no, discussion we had it before. It did. Um, it's it's funny uh, when you're an athlete and you're um, you're training and you have that team connection and you. And, and I guess sort of say you have an identity, right? Uh, you, you have that identity as an athlete, as a football, he plays football. And then you, you, you stop doing that and you kind of have to reinvent yourself. And so you do, you reinvent yourself as a student or, um, you know, maybe you find a job. I, I was working actually landscaping, you know, to make money and it made me a way better student. Right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I can rake leaves and cut grass or I can write papers. No, no. So we were, <laughs> the reason I asked the question for people who are listening is we're talking in, in our house right now, we're talking about whether my son's going to take a gap year because he's a freshman. He, mm-hmm. he just graduated, so he's going to be a freshman in college. And it's like, I told, his, I told his mom, I said, he takes a gap year and he goes, works at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Trust me, he's going to find out he doesn't want to work at McDonald's Absolutely. for the rest of his life. Absolutely. Like, you know, and he's going to, ha- and he's got opportunity. So it's like, you know, there's not, that's not a bad thing. Like that's hard work. Those, those, 
roofers and landscapers work. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't, don't be a roofer. I helped a friend put a roof on once. Oh I think my back still hurt. I don't know how those guys, I don't know how those, and they carry those shingles up on there. I don't know how they do it. I mean, they don't. And, and it, and when you're up there, there's no shade, right? The roof. There's is no shade. Down. It's hot. And they, and, and if you've ever watched a roofer, they earn every cent of the money they make because they're carrying that pack. That's like a 50 pound thing on their shoulders. They're going up a ladder. Up it's a like, ladder. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, at least you, no at least you have some shade landscaping. <laughs> Well, I, I had a job close to roofing. I was a, uh, I worked for a pool company. And this is, again, this is 98, 99. So I played football for two years, so 99. And that summer was a drought, all right? And so the ground was like concrete. Great. And I had just a shovel. We didn't have all these fancy tools. I had a shovel and a pickaxe. And my job was to dig a six-foot ditch every day for a hot tub or jacuzzi next to the pool just me <laughs> uh i made the dean's list when i went back to school i bet you did <laughs> i bet you did oh my god did you did you I, okay so it has nothing to do with basketball but it does have to do with basketball because you did did okay. you have a did you have a plan like was there like, yeah. did you start in the middle work out? Did you try to wet and did you try to make the ground moist? I mean, I can't imagine how hard that ground was if it was a drought. Uh, yeah, you know, we would, we would uh, get the hose and, and, you know, put the water out there. But again, you know, when you're working as a landscaping company and so forth, uh, you, you never know where... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The, uh, the house guests, where their where their uh, water, where their hose, where their uh, tools are. So you don't want to like go into their garage, right? Right. right. So it's not outside, you know, waiting for you to use. And a lot of times, um, you know, people that have pools also work a lot, so they're not home. So we right. don't want to go and use their um, their stuff without their permission. Right. So my boss would be like, No, no, don't use it. Don't use. It. Don't touch it. Don't. You know, we don't want to. We don't want to be responsible. It's like, oh, you know, their guy went into the garage, grabbed the hose. So a lot of times it was just straight shovel. Oh, horrible. <laughs> horrible. Okay. So so after that, so you went back to school then after yep. the year off. Uh, went back to school, uh, and then I walked onto the soccer team. So yeah. So this this journey is is going. Uh, we got some zigzagging yeah definitely got some zigzagging uh walked onto the soccer team and actually went to the national championship uh in 2000 soccer is a tough gig man i'm telling you my soccer players come more beat up than my football players sometimes in the basketball season yeah I was no pads it's, there's no pads and it's a cheap shot sport you know you're just waiting you're it's waiting a, for the opportunity so i'm sorry for all the soccer coaches out there but it's like First of all, they all take acting classes because every time they get close to them, they flop like you freaking like you think they got shot on on the. I mean, it's yeah. Absolutely, Watch World Cup. It's, it, we had a, we had a couple of Italians, uh, so we went to national championships. So we had a lot of uh, foreign players. We had a guy from uh, 
Chile. We had two guys from Norway, Czechoslovakia, and our, our Italians. We would say, oh, coach, that's not a foul. He's Italian. You know those guys are the best actors. <laughs> uh, however, we went to uh, – once, once I graduated, I came back home, uh, and I got a job right out of school, and I started coaching – uh, the freshman basketball team. So this was 2005. So we're getting to the basketball journey. Uh, and that is the same year that the movie Coach Carter came out. Right. Oh, it did? <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, that was big shoes for me to fill. So everyone's like, oh, they're making a movie about you, they're making a movie about you. And I hadn't coached, I hadn't coached, you know, a, a period yet. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope this movie isn't bad. And so I hear Samuel Jackson's going to be playing the lead character. So I'm like, all right, that's good. That's good. And, you know, Samuel Jackson's going to be playing Coach Carter. And I go to see the movie, and I thought it was amazing. All right? What did you, uh, you think of Coach Carter, the movie? I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It's in my top 10, probably top 15 of basketball. Top 10. What, can, we, can we talk about your, I guess, top three? Uh, well, I like, um, I'd have to look at my list recently, but obviously Hoosiers is up there for me. Um, Hoop Dreams is up there for me. Um, Hoop Dreams actually had a a clip in Princeton. It did. It's on Netflix right now, I think. I think it's on Netflix if people want to watch it. When when you had Juwan Howard and and some of those guys, when they went to the Princeton camp. So I used to go up there and, and watch those guys. Me and my dad, and I used to, uh, John Thompson, what R- R- Raleigh Massimino, Coach K, all those guys. I used to get all their autographs when they when that camp came to Princeton. Came to Princeton, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. I like um, Space Jams, I think that's a classic. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. there's so many good basketball ones. The best, the best sports movie of all time is Caddyshack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where you were going with that. That's the best sports movie of all time. Probably the most quoted sports movie of all time is Caddyshack, but I uh, love Caddyshack. I, I have really to, a sports I have to re- movie, but it kind of is because it's about I have to re- that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, veering back, my, my first season coach, I was coaching uh, freshman basketball, and I had a 6'8 freshman. He, okay. uh, he was still a little wet behind the ears, but could block, you know, all the shots. I had a really crafty point guard, and then I just had a uh, absolute score. I mean, he was just a terror. So I had a lot of good pieces, and we at one point we were 15-1. and one, And, uh, you know, I was coming off the movie, Coach Carter, and so – I did a lot of those things. Actually, you do see in the movies, you know, the fundamental drills, footwork. Um, and I took my lessons from playing football uh, and, 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 you know, playing in that national championship and also the things that we did well for the soccer national championship. So I, I took lessons from football. I took lessons from soccer. And I tried to, to uh, just mold them together uh and in basketball and so you know team camaraderie i'm a big uh, team building guy so we, we we do a lot of times you know in the winter a lot of people are fighting for gym space and so uh, <laughs> and there's no there's no easy solution to the gym space issue because if you build gym space it just sits there empty while kids are at school that's the problem you that's know? true 
the, the, the finance, the, the, the financial part of it, it doesn't work for mm-hmm. the companies that want to build gym space because, you know, kids are in school from eight to four. So it sits there empty during the middle of the day, you know, and then, yeah, that's the problem with those gyms. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, uh, one of the things that I kind of pride myself on was, uh, not wasting any time and not wasting any space. And so, uh, my guys know that depending on, uh, the schedule, depending on the calendar, if it was day before game, um, all right, we would find a, a VCR and a, and a TV VCR back in the day. Right. So we would go right. into the uh, cafeteria and watch film for 45 minutes. If, you know, if the cheerleading squad was going to be in the gym or, you know, varsity team wanted to get an early practice, uh, we would do sprints in the hallways. A lot of times the principal's like, well, Carter, what are you doing here? You got, you got kids running all over the school. Oh, we're just, we're just getting a little cardio coach. Right. <laughs> just get a little cardio. So, um, push-ups, we do, you know, fitness. And I honestly, I got a lot of that from uh, Bobby Hurley. Uh, that's actually another good movie. Uh, the street stops here. Have you seen that? I don't know if I've seen that one. Okay. So yeah. Bob, What's the name Bob, of that? The street stops here. Uh, and it's about, you know, him taking just a really small school, uh, St. Anthony's. And I mean, they would work out in like a closet. Right. Guys are like doing bench press, like on a table, like no right. bench and, uh, and they, and a half a gym. And, you know, if, and if you read up on John Wooden, same thing with the old U- UCLA teams, right. They would, uh, play in like YMCA they didn't have like a spectacular stadium that they trained in and so um and and I had to get the kids to buy into that because Princeton I don't know if you know our our demographics um we have there's a big spectrum so uh we we were actually in the New York Times as one of the top schools for the achievement gap so that's not something to brag about right right kids that are, uh, you know, without low income, low, low income, um, families, and then obviously high income families that would go to the same school and kids would go to Dartmouth and Harvard right. and Princeton right. and certain kids would end up in jail by the time they, before they graduated. And I had these kids on my team. Right. The wide range. The wide range. Actually on my middle school team this past, uh, this past winter, uh, there was a kid who couldn't afford a tie. There were kids I bought shoes for. And at the same time, there's a kid with a basketball court in his house. Right. Yeah. These guys are on the same. These guys are on the same. That's a, that's a societal problem. I don't think we can solve on a podcast. No. But yes. No, but it's, yes, it's yes. unique to our district. Right. Because, you know, certain communities, a lot of times, it's, you have the same resources. Right. So what do you think the solution to that is? Oh man, you got how, how long is this podcast? Gonna be? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I think our superintendent um, did a good job of at least uh, addressing that we have an equity issue, and so you know, equity not meaning equality. Is, right. Uh, you know, we will give you the resources that you need for you to be successful. Right. Accessibility. That's what we're noticing right now with online learning too. It's not, yeah, it's not. Yeah. You just want to make sure everyone has the opportunity to learn. Yeah, absolutely. And And, they don't. And I was, you know, 
I would say we're okay, right? We're school teachers, so we're right. okay. Right. Um, but I have a laptop. My wife has a laptop, and now we have to share that between five people because right. my three kids all have to be on their laptops. They have to be, right? They have right. classes, Zoom meetings. They have to write, you know, their projects. And so, how how can I grade papers and then still do their homework? So we had to be on a tight schedule. But there are three devices, and I'm glad that I was actually even able to zoom in right. under, under my address because sometimes my name doesn't work. I'm, I'm like, people are like, hey, coach, it says Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so, so explain what you're doing now, and let's, we can talk about the building a program and stuff. I'd love to do that. Okay. Uh, so right now, I, I, I took the middle school uh, position uh, to eighth and seventh and eighth graders. I'm the middle school gym teacher. Prior to that, I was the varsity coach in our district for five years. Okay. Uh, and then I was a assistant for the College of New Jersey, Division Three, which was actually my rival school uh, <laughs> when I when I went to college. Uh, I went to Rowan University and TCNJ. They're big time rivals. Right. State, both state schools. Um, and I also did a year at the Pennington School, where I am the head varsity coach. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry, head varsity lacrosse coach. So I coach lacrosse in the spring, and I, I'm coaching middle school hoops in the winter. And I've already and I just started um, AAU basketball team with with two teams. So my both my sons play, and so I have a a full fourth grade team and a full fifth grade team. So I'm, I'm training them on the side. Uh, we are called the Born Ready Ballers. So Born well, I like Ready that. is. You like that? I like that. All right. That's a good a name. Link to it. You like that? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, put, we'll put a link in the we'll put a link in the show notes. Okay. Okay. I like that. All right. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. No. Um. So you wanted to talk a little bit about building a program. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Um, so how 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 was the transition from the varsity coach to the middle school? How was that transition working? Uh, I thought it, I thought it, I thought I, we did well. Uh, we finished eight and seven, which, you know, anytime you are over 500, you know, is, I, I think is a good, a good sign. Um, but prior to me being the head coach, they hadn't won a single game. And the eighth graders, some of the eighth graders played from sixth, seventh, and eighth. They'd only won two games going into their eighth grade year. Okay. So they won, I guess it won two great. And there's something to be said for if you can't win, you know, winning is a habit. Absolutely. Yeah. Winning is definitely a habit. Uh, I think Bill Walsh said, uh, score takes care of itself, right? Score right. takes care of itself. And so just trying to build the right mentality and um, building the right culture. Okay. So um, when I'm building a program, that's one of the things that I want to establish is um, culture. So what is culture? Culture is standards. Culture is expectations. Culture is um, how we work, you know, coming on time, um, our attention to the details, uh, you know, our, our shirts are tucked in, uh, you know, we go out, we get a drink. We're hustling. Go get a drink. We're not having side conversations. Right. Uh, when when coach is explaining or or you're on the side of a, on the uh, you know of a drill, that's a what we call a mental rep. 
And so just because you're not in the drill doesn't mean that you can't gain anything from the drill. And, and one of the things I say over and over, just because I'm not talking to you does not mean I'm not talking to you. Right. I don't want to have to keep repeating myself over the same mistake. All right. The guy's going under the screen over a shooter. Right. 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 So what do, you, what do you think the biggest difference between the, those two levels is? Uh, mm-hmm. I, I personally know what I think the difference is, but what is, what do you think the biggest difference? Well, it's between- maturity for one. Right. Yeah. That's, that's an obvious <laughs> well, High school's a doozy too. Right. <laughs> uh, so I, I think, you know, I mean, the obvious ones, maturity and uh, physicality you know, understanding, uh, they just don't, uh, middle school, they don't have just the fundamental skills. And so just trying to teach them, you know, proper bounce pass or, you know, chest pass and boxing. I prefer to middle schoolers like the dog from up that, that would always go squirrel, 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 you know, it's like, you gotta keep them, yeah, you gotta keep them moving. Yeah, like. yeah, absolutely. See, uh, <laughs> It, it's funny because, and you know, my, my practices and, and is something that people have, you know, said to me, it's not, not that I say about myself is that they don't have a, t- a chance to be distracted. Right. And that is good and bad. I, I, I don't put in like a set offense, especially in that middle school or lower level, like I said, I'm teaching fourth and fifth grade. I don't put set offense in, and I, I rarely um, practice like plays, plays, because they don't remember. No. <laughs> they don't remember, right? It's so I just put a half hour. Yeah. I just put yeah. a half hour on this play, and after a half hour of going over and over and over again, they finally got it. They right. finally got it on Friday night. And then Saturday morning, less than 12 hours, I'm like, all right, run box. Huh? What? Wait, huh? So, all right, get open. You know, someone set a screen. So a lot of times I'll try to simplify it with the concept. Okay. Um, Motion. What does motion mean? Motion means move. Okay. Now, in motion, we want to get the ball on one side of the court. All right, we want to clear through or set a screen away. Hey, everybody, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.